Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey, what's up, Life Masters? This is Stephen James from Project Life Mastery. Today, I'm going to share with you 10 lessons I learned from getting a million subscribers on YouTube. This is the plaque that YouTube sends once you get a million subscribers, and I feel so grateful and blessed to receive this. But I sincerely want to thank you for being a subscriber, for your support for watching and consuming my videos and hopefully benefiting from them, but you guys sharing them, liking them, commenting on my videos, uh, it really means a lot to me and you guys are providing the opportunity and the privilege that I have to do what I do. So I sincerely wanna thank you for that. Uh, If you're not yet a subscriber, hit the button below, click on the bell icon to turn on notifications to get more videos from me. Um, But really what this symbolizes for me, the fact that over a million people out there that I don't even know who they are, They didn't know who I was. They came across one of my videos and they benefited from it in some way, shape or form and got value from what I had to share with them enough for them to hit subscribe to want more from me. That makes everything that I do worthwhile because that's why I do what I do is to make an impact and to contribute. And I put a lot behind my channel and what I do to make an impact and I want to continue to grow and make a greater impact. And I can't do it without your support and you guys being a subscriber and and, and what you guys do. So it really symbolizes a lot for me. I've been at this for over eight years. And if you're trying to build a YouTube channel, I wanna pay it forward to you and share with you some of the lessons that I've learned that can help support you in reaching more people building your channel. But even if you're not a YouTuber, I think you'll still benefit a lot from this video because in the pursuit of anything great, any form of success, and for me, this is a, a great milestone in my life, Um, There's a lot of universal commonalities that I can share here that will benefit you in whatever it is that you're pursuing in your life. So I think there's a lot of great value and lessons here that I could pay on to you. This will probably be a bit of a longer video because I want to go deep. I want to really make an impact here today and not kind of just create some superficial, um, you know, short content that doesn't make that impact. I really want to make sure that I pay this forward so that you guys can benefit. So let's dive in. Number one, and this goes without being said, The first lesson is really about consistency. Consistency is key, you've heard it before, you already know this, Um, but there's one thing to know it, another thing to do it and to live it. I've been consistent for over eight years, uh, publishing videos every single week. There's once a time I was publishing five videos in a week, and I think I did that for over a year. Um, But 
I you know, haven't always done and maintained that level of consistency, but every week I have, every week, consistently publishing videos. And I think to be consistent, you have to have a long-term vision. You gotta know and believe in your goal and in your vision. And whether you're just starting out with your goal, you know, you don't have any subscribers or 10 or 20 or 50 or 100, and you're tr trying to hit 1,000 or 10,000 or 100,000 or whatever that number is for you, you gotta understand it's not gonna happen overnight. It's gonna take a long time. And at the beginning, it's gonna be very slow. And that's what it was for me. I still remember the days back in 2012 when I first started Project Life Mastery, back when I had hair and I was in my little apartment and I was just sharing with passion and enthusiasm and nobody watched my videos. And I was just trying to give and share my life and what I was learning and I believed what I was learning, what I was doing was so valuable that other people could benefit. But I had to go through that initial phase of nobody caring, nobody knowing who I am, nobody watching my videos putting out a video and coming back a week later and seeing the views being three is only because I watched my video and hit refresh three times on it. Um, but it's the ability to go past that and knowing and believing long-term what you're doing and that it's gonna be worthwhile and it will pay off. Um, and I think the cool thing about the consistency is that I get to go back as well as you back eight plus years ago and see where I started back then and, and see where I was then and where I am today. And I think with any YouTuber, anybody that achieves anything, it didn't happen overnight and you can look back their journey, where they started and for me, you know, I had just this little crappy camera on a stack of books. I didn't even have a tripod and I didn't have a microphone. I didn't have any of that stuff but I just, I just was consistent and kept at it because I really believed in what I was doing. So you gotta be consistent, okay? You have to stick with it long enough that you know, you're gonna get results from that. You can't give up, you can't take a break. I mean, you, you can take a break here and there, but you can't just, you know, jump off, you know, what you're doing and abandon it and not come back to it. So uh, I don't think I've ever taken, I mean, I've, the most I've probably taken off is like two weeks from publishing videos. But even then I'll kind of record videos and still make sure I get videos up there. So I've always been consistent with that and I, I can't emphasize that enough. Number two is quality content. This is really the most important thing. Your content has to be good. What you put out has to be quality. It has to make an impact. For me, my, my standard is I want it so that when someone watches my video, they consume my content, especially for the very first time, they're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. They're so grateful, they're so appreciative. They're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is free. Someone's putting out this much effort and I'm getting so much value from this person. Who is this person? Subscribe, like, comment. Hey, I gotta share this with you know, my best friend or three of my friends. That's the impact that I want and the reaction that I want from someone consuming my content, especially for the very first time. Now, that does not happen every time, okay? It's very difficult for that to happen every single time. Not all of my videos are uh, the top quality videos as others that I've done. But when you set that as your standard, once in a while you're gonna hit that. Once in a while you're gonna create something that's truly great and, and does really take off and people love and benefit and that's really what's gonna build and grow your channel. But it's having that standard of quality and making sure that you're putting a lot into what you're doing and what you're putting out there. Um, I think a lot of times people, they're frustrated because they're not getting results from their channel, they're not getting views, they're not getting subscribers, and they've been at it for a few weeks or a few months, and they're looking for like a tactic or a technique to uh, you know, build their channel. Instead of looking really at the most important thing, which is their content and what they're putting out there. And it's not as easy and comfortable because you have to look at yourself and look at how you can improve yourself. Maybe you gotta improve how you look, better groom yourself, dress better, communicate better, your voice, your speaking skills, how you deliver your content. 
there's a lot of blind spots that I think a lot of people have and is the reason why they're not getting where they want to be. And you always have to look back at your videos and look at it in a very objective way and be able to analyze it almost like a third person to break down your videos and ask yourself, is this really valuable for people? Is this really making an impact? Is this really entertaining people or giving them what they really want? And, and you have to be honest with yourself in that way and be willing to make changes and adjustments. And I think that's why a lot of people could struggle being a YouTuber is they're not willing to improve and change themselves to become more attractive, become more marketable, to become more relatable, uh, to improve how they do what they do and the quality of their content. So I always look at that as the most important thing because if you get that down, you don't really have to worry about marketing. You don't really have to worry about you know, a tactic or a technique to get more views and subscribers. It will grow because your content's good enough that people will like it, link to it, share it, subscribe to it, watch more. It will grow from that. And I think that's the key. You can't shortcut. You can't, you can't bypass that in any way. You can't have crappy content and think you're going to have some sort of technique to cover up the content and grow your channel. Your, your content is king. That's the most important thing. Now, I, you know, one thing that I've learned on this topic is how to analyze my content to be able to actually watch my videos and get a different perspective and kind of give myself feedback, coach myself. I'm very aware when I watch myself and I'm very open to feedback and I, I'm the one that critic, criticizes myself really more than anyone else. Whatever criticism that you can give me, I've already thought about it. I'm already steps ahead. Um, and I'm working on myself and trying to improve myself, but I'm able to watch my video and become aware of myself and say, hey, you know what? Hey, Stefan, you, you kind of got lost here in this little rant that you're going into in that video. You got to improve based on that and get better. Or you're saying um or like or you know too much or using too many filler words or you got to improve your body language or communication or you could have delivered that better. I'm always looking at that and analyzing and debriefing some of my videos and content so that I can get better with it. And then I'm also looking at the analytics so that I can see at what point does someone drop off in my video. You know, at what point were people watching and then boom, there's a drop off and less people were watching and I can look at that and say, okay, why did that happen? I want to understand. I'm curious. Is there something that I said, something that I did? Did I kind of get off on a tangent? Was I too boring, not engaging, not entertaining enough? But I'm looking at it things the best way I can to make improvements. But at the same time, this is an important one. Of course, you always want to get better. At the same time, avoid being a perfectionist. There have been times for me alone, my journey where uh, I, I just... I found it just very easy to create content because I didn't have a huge standard and this perfectionism mentality that everything had to be perfect. And then often, sometimes you can get tried, uh, kind of get too obsessed, too OCD with what you're saying and how you come across and being perfectly smooth and polished. And um, that can make it harder for you to create your videos because now you've created a standard that's very hard to live up to. And often what happens is every once in a while you create an incredible video, you're in your element, you have a flow, you communicate, everything's articulated perfectly, it does incredibly well, that becomes a standard, now you're trying to live up to that. And it's difficult to always live up to that same standard. So I've learned at times I have to release those expectations, otherwise I'm making it too hard for me to create content and just you know, remove all of that and just allow myself to not overthink it. Just almost like a professional athlete, if they overthink themselves in their game, everything they're doing, they're micromanaging everything, they're not gonna be as effective. At some point you have to let that go and just be yourself and just, you know, trust that yourself is a better version of where you were before and that the progress is gonna happen over time. 
So uh, avoid the perfectionism if it's preventing you from taking action and try not to compare yourself to someone else. Um, sometimes you can look at another YouTuber and like, oh my gosh, their content is so much better than mine. They're better speaker, better communicator, they're more prepared. Their quality of videos, their editing is better than mine. And I think it's great to look at them and, and learn from them and be inspired by them. But at the same time, try not to compare because they're at a different stage in their journey as you are. Maybe they've been at it for a long time. You know, I've been at this for over eight years, but many years before that, I've been working on myself and improving myself, and I've been a professional speaker and coach for about five years before I even created a YouTube channel. So I've been doing this for, for a long, long time. Um, that, that, you know, it's not fair to compare yourself to someone like myself or someone else that might be out there if you're brand new and just getting started. And often when you look back at their earlier videos, you see where they came from and that it didn't happen overnight. So you've got to... Release that and just focus on doing the best that you can and improving yourself with every video that you put out. Number three, your channel will be built by less than 10% of the videos that you publish. This has been my experience. So my channel uh, right now gets about 1.1 million views per month. Uh, the highest that I've had at a sustained period is about 1.5 to 1.6 million views. Uh, I don't even know how many views I have now. I think it was last time I checked a few months back it was like 50 million views, but I think it's probably over 60 million by now. Um, but the reality is those views, 1.1 million views, it's a lot of views. Uh, most of them are not from my most recent videos. Those views are from all these older videos that I published months ago, years ago in some cases that are consistently getting views. And I have certain videos that are you know, going viral at different times and really taking off and blowing up and some videos are kind of dropping and dying off. Um, but that's an important thing to understand and the fact that, you know, I published over a, a thousand videos on my channel. But the reality is probably a hundred of those videos, 10%, maybe even less than that, are the ones that really built my channel to a million subscribers. Um, there's some videos that I publish that might only get five, 10,000, 15,000 views. Others will take off and get 50,000, 100,000, a million views. Uh, my top video, I think it has about five and a half million views. And so those videos that really take off in that way, they're gonna contribute to the most of the monthly views that you get, and they're gonna build your channel because those are the videos that are getting the most views every month, and they're gonna get subscribers, and you're building audiences based on that. And the reality is you never know which video is really gonna take off and be your best videos. Um, and that's why consistency is so key. Uh, for me, you know, if I knew the formula to creating a viral video, a million you know, views, I would be doing that every day. Every video I'd be doing that, but it's just not possible to do that. So what I've learned is that I learn from every video. I try to analyze the ones that have really taken off and built my channel the most. Uh, that does help me get better and better at knowing what will perform the best on my channel. Um, but at the same time, you know, I just am consistent and know that eventually certain videos are going to resonate more with whatever reason. They'll blow up, build my channel, other videos not as well. I can't tell you how many videos that I, I've recorded that I finished recording the video and I'm like, man, that was awesome. I delivered that incredibly. The content, incredible. This is really going to make an impact. This is really going to change people's lives. And then I published the video and unfortunately did not do as well as I expect. Other videos that I publish... And I'm like, oh, that was all right. I never really thought much of it. It's an okay video. Or I might even look at myself and like, I didn't really deliver that the best way I can, but it's still good. It'll help people. And sure enough, that video goes on and gets 100,000 views, a million views, and it blows my mind. So you never know. Um, you get better at 
time goes on, but I still don't know at this point over doing this for over eight years. Uh, in fact, the video that got over five and a half million views was me interviewing Tatiana on how she makes 40,000 a month on Amazon at 23 years old at the time. And I remember recording that video with her and then afterwards, not really thinking that much of it. And I was just thinking, you know, you know this video might get about 10,000 views. That's what I said. And sure enough, it went on to get over five and a half million views. It's my top performing video. And I've done videos in the interviews with Tatiana that are better than that original video, better content, better filming quality, better uh, interview quality, all of that. And yet it hasn't done what that original video did. So it just goes to show you never know. There's just a unique formula, a lot of things coming together for a video to really take off as well as the timing of it, the thumbnail, the title, all these different factors. Um, and what I, my remedy for that is just be consistent, be consistent, have that high standard of quality, and eventually some will really take off. 10% of what I do is going to take off, build my channel, and I've got to be willing to experiment and try different things, and that's what I try to do too. I try to experiment with different topics. Some topics I might publish are very different than what you guys might expect from me, but I'm willing to experiment and try different things to see what will resonate, what will take off, and I learn from that. So those are different experiments that I do and I, I, and I try with thumbnails, with titles, um, whatever it might be, and you've got to you know, be willing to experiment, and sometimes your experiments will bomb and fail. Sometimes people might criticize you for your experiment, but you're just learning through that process, and that's the only way you learn is by trying different things, not doing the same thing over and over. Okay, number four is to give people what they want and then what they need. Okay, this is an important one that I want to break down. To build your channel, you have to give people what they want. And you have to do research on YouTube to find out what are people watching, what's hot, uh, your competitors, other channels out there, what are their titles, what are their thumbnails, what are the topics that they're talking about that are doing well. So you can learn from that and you can build your audience and attract them. And as you're building your audience, you gotta, you gotta dial in on what they want. Now for me, because I'm in a very broad niche, self-development, I cover many different topics, I have many different segments of subscribers. I have some people that are interested in building an Amazon business with the Amazon FBA, e-commerce, other people that are interested in uh, pu publishing books on Amazon, other people interested in affiliate marketing, other people interested in self-development, uh, many different things, relationships, health, I do many different topics. And that's honestly not the best way to build a channel. It is better to focus on a narrow niche and really focus on catering to one core audience rather than what I've done, which is building many different segmented audience. And that's why uh, my, my, my videos are never gonna get as many views as someone that's just focused on one topic. But the reason why I decided to do it that way is because uh, at the end of the day, I have to be passionate and excited about what I do. If I only focus on one topic for over eight years, I'd be bored and I'd run out of things to say and I wouldn't really be excited and passionate. It wouldn't be sustainable for me because I have to first make sure that I'm excited and passionate to do it, otherwise I'm just not gonna do it. So there is a balance there with that and that's why I've done it the way that I've done it. But you gotta know what people want. You have to give them what they want even before what you want. So a lot of YouTubers I see, they just wanna talk about themselves and they want to do vlogs and share their life. But most people don't care. Um, not unless you're incredibly attractive, interesting, entertaining. You have something like that that are gonna make people wanna follow you and follow your life and your lifestyle that's gonna be very challenging to do. And so you have to really be able to look at what are people wanting from me? And for me, I've recognized through my videos, there's certain topics that do really, really well. Uh, a lot of my audience and the videos that do the best are usually ones where I share some sort of result or share about money, how to make money, 
things that can be a little bit more flashy and superficial. And the reality is I'm not a, a highly driven person by money or being flashy or significance or materialistic things. That's not really who I am. There have been times where I have been more focused on that, but I'm more of a self-development guy. I try to preach to people, you know, having a balance in your life and your mindset and self-development, improving your happiness, your relationships, all these different things. But the reality is what I've learned is that self-development and things like mindset, they're very hard to sell. They're very hard to get a lot of views and engagement on it because most people, they don't want to change themselves. Most people, they don't want to change their mindset, their habits, and who they are. They just want money. They want success. They want the result without having to go through the difficult process of having to change. And that's the reality. And to be honest with you, that can frustrate me at times. It can frustrate me the fact that so many people watch a video on how to make money, but so few will watch a video on how you can be happier in your life or how to have a better relationship. And things that I actually believe matter so much more, but often when someone's so caught up in making money, they're obsessed with that and you know, they're, they're, they're kind of in that, that phase of their life. And I get that. I've been there before too. But my point is, I know what will get a lot of views. And sharing, you know, success and sharing money and those topics, I do those. But I also try to make sure I'm giving people what they need, not just what they want. And so deep down inside, I know that people that are just trying to make money, um, they think that it's going to make them happy or it's going to solve all their problems in their life. And, and as someone now being on the other side of this and knowing many successful people that are rich and millionaires, but deep down inside, they have a massive insecurity. Their relationship is disaster. They're depressed. A lot of people that you might look up to and follow that I know on a more personal level, unfortunately, I don't think are the best role models for how to live a great life. And so for me, if I'm going to do a video, um, and I'm going to share, hey, you know, here's how I make this amount of money. I know that will get a lot of views. And I'm kind of using that as a way to get a lot of attention. And I don't want to overdo it because I, I kind of find it cheesy and uncomfortable at times. That's not how I am in my day-to-day -day life. I'm more humble and all of that. But I know I got to use that to market and get attention and kind of rise above the crowd and the noise. And unfortunately, today, you kind of have to do more unique things to get attention. But I make sure that in my video... I'm trying to give someone what they need. I'm trying to emphasize to them, yes, as impressive as this is to make a lot of money, and yes, you should pursue that if you want, but don't forget what matters most in your life. Don't forget to have a great connection with God. Don't forget to take care of your mental health and your well-being. Don't forget to cultivate a balance in your life, and I'm trying to preach that too, but I can use this topic to get attention and then kind of like a Trojan horse where I give them what they need deep down inside, and I think that's an important thing that I've learned. Um, there are some YouTubers, especially in my space, where I see they just publish videos, make money, make money, make money. Um, but in my opinion, they're doing people a huge disservice, not realizing that really deep down, it's the mindsets, the beliefs, it's their values, it's the deep inner work that someone else has to do that contributes to that. And again, it's harder to sell that. It's harder to get views on that. And that's why they just kind of rinse and repeat money, 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 and flashing that. But I want to make a deeper impact in someone's life and and you know, help someone be whole and happy and fulfilled. As one of my mentors, Tony Robbins says, success without fulfillment is failure. So a lot of people, if you're just successful, but you're not fulfilled, you're a failure. You know, you want to make sure you're fulfilled at the same time. And so I try to preach that and, and understand that dynamic of what's going on there. Um, so to get people to want, you got to research, you got to review analytics. I'm looking at my top performing videos and uh, okay, these are the ones that do the best. This is what people want. People want me to share this. And they want me to do that. And this is a bit of a challenge sometimes because 
Sometimes the topics that people want from me are not ones I'm really excited to create because I've been talking about it for so long and so many times and it kind of gets boring after a while. And so I try to balance this with other topics that I can still sustain my passion to do what I do while, while also giving people what they want on different topics. But I say when you're first building your channel, it really has to be what people want. But as you build your channel, you have the luxury to kind of play around and balance it, make sure that you're fulfilled and doing what you uh, enjoy too. Because my videos, they have to be in alignment with my overall vision and my values and things that I want to share and, and put out there in the world too. And if I'm just teaching people how to make money, but I'm not helping them with these other aspects and sharing truly what I know, then in my opinion, I'm doing a bad job. I'm, I'm a failure in that case, and that's not what I'm about. So um, hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense to you guys, but I wanted to share that. Uh, number five would be knowing your X factor. Your X factor, what makes you unique and different? Now, your X factor, because oftentimes people say, well, there's a lot of people in my niche on YouTube sharing the exact same thing. Why would they follow me versus, uh, you know, why would they follow me instead of all these other people that are out there? And they might even be, you might perceive that they're better communicators than you, they have a better story than you, or whatever it might be. Well, the reality is, number one, people, you're unique just because of who you are. People will connect with you based on your personality and based on your story. The, uh, you know, your audience is, are, people are going to be attracted to your channel and your content based on your age. You know, if you're younger, probably more of a younger audience will follow you. Uh, if you're older, then more mature audience might follow you because they can relate to you a little bit more based on your gender. Some people might relate, you know, if you're a female, you might have more females that connect and relate to you because they're also a female or if you're a man. Based on where you live and, and, and your personality, if you're more extroverted, more introverted, whatever it is, there's, there's more than enough space for you to share a message because people are going to connect with you. People follow people who they like, know, and they trust and people that are similar to how they are or how they want to be. And so understand that you're unique just based on that one factor alone. No, there's no other person just like you. Okay, there's only one of you, and that's your X factor in and of itself, number one. But also knowing what else can make you different or unique. And here's a few things that I wrote down that people have said about me. Uh, my authenticity. You know, when I do my videos, I don't heavily edit them or anything like that. I'm just a real, raw person sharing, communicating as I would speak and share to a friend. And I'm trying to be honest and transparent about my life, my journey. I'm trying to not just be hypish and gimmicky, but also share in an honest perspective of, let's say, what it takes to build a business. Uh, trying to share my failures, my struggles, as well as my successes and my wins. And so, uh, people relate and connect with me based on that because there's other people that might have similar content as I do, but they're more inauthentic, people feel, or they're just um, harder to relate and connect to. They're, they're not as, um, I guess, just authentic, I guess, not as real for them. And so that's something that makes me different and unique. You know, I don't edit my videos too much. They're longer videos. That makes me a bit more unique than other people. They just kind of chop up their videos a lot. And that's way more engaging, especially in, a, in an age where there's a lower uh, attention span. But for me, you know, I don't want to edit my videos too much. I just want to, I want to share stories. I want to take you on a journey. I'm not just here to give facts and information, but I understand that um, the, the, the information that I deliver is more powerful when it's a story and it's more relatable and delivered in a way that makes you feel something too because uh, there's a great quote from Maya Angelou that people will seldom remember what you say or what you do but they'll never forget how you make them feel. And I want people to feel a certain way, to feel inspired, to feel optimistic, hopeful, passionate about their life. 
Uh, sometimes I want to challenge someone and make them feel a little bit disturbed or satiated to make a change in themselves in life or to challenge their belief system or their way of being. And I think that's an important thing that, at least for me, makes me a bit different. And it's not to say that the other ways don't work, because obviously they do, but they're just little things that I think about and try to be, I guess, um, that make me unique and different. Trying to over-deliver, trying to care about people, and that's one of my greatest gifts, I think, is I truly, sincerely care about people watching my videos. And um, it's not always easy, because sometimes you have some interesting characters, I guess, that can follow you, and you have to make sure you don't judge or criticize that person, but you love them and accept them. Uh, for who they are and their belief systems and their ways of, of being that they are. But ultimately for me, I, I spend a lot of time behind the scenes thinking about how I can help people and, and, and brainstorming and researching and all of this so that I can make an impact. And I think that comes across in what I do. Uh, Self-development is something that makes me unique and X-Factor as well. So I teach people how to build a business, but I'm also not just the money-making guy. I'm the guy that's also going to help you develop different areas of life and create a life balance. And that's something that I believe in, that I live in my life. Uh, the concept of mastery, that's something that makes me unique. Uh, I'm not you know, here just to stay at the surface. I'm not going to do a five-minute video and just give you five tips for X, Y, Z. I'm going to do a 30-minute video because mastery, by definition, is going deep on a subject. If you really want to master something, you're going deeper and deeper and deeper on that topic, um, which is a little bit harder to market and people want more short-term instant gratification. But I'm trying to cater to people that understand that, that want to go to that level of depth. Mindset is something that I talk about that's also unique, not just how to make money, but the mindset, the beliefs, uh, developing that aspect, which is what will determine whether or not you have success. And, and there's many more, but just kind of knowing that and thinking about that, that will come as over time, but you're a unique person and people are going to follow you, not just for your content, but for who you are, the message, the messenger rather, not just the message. And I, I think that's something that you always want to cultivate and to be an example and grow and improve yourself because um, your content and your information you give will be so much more powerful when you're someone behind it who's congruent and who's living your life at a high level and is being an inspirational person based on not what you're saying, but who you are. I think that's a key thing that you want to cultivate and learn about. Number six is don't take anything personally. Don't take anything personally. Now, being a YouTuber and putting yourself out there, obviously you're gonna be vulnerable and susceptible to criticism and judgment. Uh, you're gonna have some haters. You're gonna have people that don't like you. That's okay. Majority of people, obviously, if they're you know, gonna have any form of success, you're gonna have 99% of people that watch your content, subscribe, they're gonna love what you are about and what you share. Great, awesome. As long as that is in proportion that 95% or more people love and benefit from you, awesome, you're on the right track. You've got something there that, that is valuable to a lot of people. But also not everyone is gonna resonate or connect. Uh, obviously you're gonna get people that when they watch your videos, they're, they're perceiving you on a kind of in a limited way, just based on one video, maybe they don't really know who you are, your story, you know, and, and watch more of your videos and whatnot. So they're going to judge and criticize. There's a lot of people out there, unfortunately, that are suffering in their lives. And when they do criticize or say crazy things, uh, oftentimes that has nothing to do with you. That person's in a bad state. They're having a bad day. Maybe their dog just died. Maybe they're suffering in their life. Maybe they're seeing you have all the success or you're good looking or you're charismatic or you're doing well in your life. And it makes them feel uncomfortable about themselves because they're not doing well in their life. And they, 
you're, you're kind of a trigger for their insecurities, their jealousy, envy, things like that. And so they're going to project and say negative things. There's a lot of people out there that are going to be like that. And you just got to accept that and understand that it has nothing to do with you and don't take that personally. Uh, people that are happy and whole and fulfilled in their life, they don't feel the need to criticize, to judge. And so I try to pray to, for those people and still love them anyways and uh, pray that they will improve and get better. There's some people that I, you know, um, they might watch one of my videos perhaps and, uh, you know, have a, a kind of a limiting or suffering mentality. But I pray that over time from them watching my videos, I can kind of instill to them a positive attitude and optimism and, and help them improve their mindset and their well-being in their life. And not, not everybody um, I can help in that way, but um, I just try to you know do what I can to help people, and, and that's all you can do. So try not to get caught up in the negativity and the criticism. Uh, for me personally, I don't engage much on social media or commenting and things like that. I more create my videos, want to put out my message, my contribution. I have my team. Uh, upload and publish my videos and and kind of take care of all that stuff, my thumbnails, all that sort of stuff. And so I can be more in the role of creating content. And um, for me, that's kind of the terms of how I want to be a YouTuber. And I find that if I get too caught up in comments and likes and analytics and all that stuff, it can either inflate your ego, even though it's great to receive the praise and the compliments, it's great to, to see that you're doing good and it is helping people, that can inflate your ego too much. And then the criticism can bother you a little bit too. We're all human. It might affect you on, on di a different levels. So uh, for me personally, I don't really spend too much time with that. I just try to do good and be consistent with that and let my content make the impact. And I'll continue to focus on that rather than sometimes the, 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 the drama, I guess, that can happen on social media. Um, one, one kind of a phrase that I like, I guess, a definition of marketing that always resonated with me is... You want to, marketing is attracting people that you want and then repelling people that you don't want. And with every video that you put out, you're going to have people that will unsubscribe. They'll be offended by your video and what you said or for whatever reason, who knows. Uh, but obviously, you're going to have more people that are subscribing and loving your content and, and growing more than the unsubscribe. So just accept that. Understand that's part of it, that you don't have to be something for everybody, that you're only... Uh, you know, you're going to attract people that connect with who you are and your message, but there's people that are just not going to resonate and connect and great. That's okay too. That's a good thing because they're not going to waste their time anymore and they can find someone else that can maybe benefit them and you're not going to have that person that's just not resonating with what you have to share. So that's a good thing. I actually view it as a good thing when people do unsubscribe and, um, and, and, and great. I can just track my tribe and people that relate to and connect with my message and what I'm about and those that don't, that's okay too. Okay, um, number seven is sharing your journey. Sharing your journey. Um, I love this. This has been powerful for me. Uh, I've always tried to take the mindset of I'm not an expert. I'm not you know better than anyone. I'm just a regular person and I'm on this journey and maybe I'm further ahead in this journey than you are but um, I try to kind of always come about it um, as I'm on this journey, I'm just sharing. I'm sharing what's worked for me. I'm sharing courses, resources, things that have helped me in my life. If you benefit from it, fantastic. If you don't, that's okay too. And I'm also going to share my struggles and challenges and just do this in a very raw and authentic and real way. And I think that's a powerful thing that I've learned. When I first started Project Life Mastery, I first started sharing my goals, being transparent about that, and then sharing my goals reports every month to share my journey, my progress. Many of my goals I did not achieve Others I did achieve. And I think people connect and relate to your journey. And so being relatable, being someone who's raw and authentic, 
um, you know, being, trying to be perfect um, is not that effective in my opinion because everybody knows deep down inside that no one's perfect. And so if you're too perfect, people think, well, what is that person really like behind the scenes? Or, you know, there's something wrong. They can't fully trust you versus I believe that being authentic, raw, making mistakes when you film, that makes you more relatable. You know, you don't need fancy camera equipment. Sometimes I just take out my phone and film. Um, sometimes I make mistakes when I speak, I ramble. I, 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 I'm an imperfect human being and we all are and that's what makes everybody relatable to connect with one another. So um, being relatable and just not getting too caught up, I know it kind of contradicts some of what I said about trying to have a high standard of quality but at the same time, people connect with other people and um, sharing your journey and sharing what you're going through, I think that's one of the best positions to build your channel from that's helped me a lot and it's up to other people to decide whether or not you're an expert when you gain more subscribers, you, you kind of are perceived as an authority um, when you have a bigger audience and you have success and results. But other people, their perception will be based on, on that rather than you having to kind of go at it as I know everything, I'm the expert. I don't know everything. I'm just trying to improve my life to be the best that I can be. Whatever I come across that works, I'll share it with you. And I think my audience respects that and appreciates that. Okay, number eight would be thumbnails, title, those things are key, very, very important. Um, you've gotta get dialed in with thumbnails and the title of your videos. Your titles have to, and your thumbnails, they have to be it so when someone's scrolling, when they're watching a video, they see it on the recommended videos. People have to be curious or, or have this reaction of, oh, what that, what's that about? I gotta know what that is. And so usually, you know, using some sort of mystery or curiosity and kind of evoking that or even controversy or emotion are great ways to get clicks. You don't want to use clickbait, of course. You want to be, you know, ethical as much as you can, but you do need to have an element of marketing and I, I don't know the best word for it. It is a little bit of a level of clickbait in terms of just making sure your thumbnails or titles are catchy enough to get attention. If you don't get attention, if you don't get people to click, they're not gonna benefit from your message and what you have to share. So there is elements of that, of course. Um, some people can go you know, a little bit crazy with it, with showing their Lamborghini and you know, things like that to get attention. Sometimes you might have to here and there to, 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 to try to get your message across, especially if you be, believe that you have a really powerful one. And uh, it's kind of things like that that I've used at different times too. But you have to get attention. And so really dialing in your thumbnails one thing that's worked for me and one kind of surprising thing is uh, I've got a graphic designer on my team, shout out to Hussein, um, where we were at one point really heavily editing our thumbnails to kind of making them more animations, really, you know, colors and engaging and whatnot. But it wasn't until we started testing that we actually realized that uh, our thumbnails without all the editing on it actually performed better. It got a higher click-through rate. And I use something called TubeBuddy for this. I'll link to that below. It's a great tool. Um, but TubeBuddy, we split test now every thumbnail. And so by testing our thumbnails, we're able to see which ones perform better. And sometimes it's very different than what you think. And you never know until you test. So that was a really powerful lesson for me because I actually feel that I had so many videos that I had such great content for it. But because the thumbnail wasn't as good as it could have been, Unfortunately, you know, my videos didn't get as many views as I thought that they could have gotten if I knew this sooner. And the same thing with the title too. I spend a lot of time uh, just kind of looking at other videos, what's hot, what are people clicking on, and I come across some good ones and I, you get better and better at this as, as time goes on. And the other thing I wanna share on this is that uh, keywords and search engine optimization, SEO, <clears throat> 
it's still very important, especially when you're first building your channel. Uh, most of your views of your videos and your channel will grow by YouTube recommending your video, putting it on the homepage or recommending it to other videos. The viral effect, that's what makes YouTube so powerful, more powerful than a blog and just kind of doing SEO. But knowing keywords and optimizing your videos for that is also very important so that you can still get people that are going to YouTube, searching for something. You're gonna get uh, some very high quality subscribers and views from that because they're actually looking for what your video is. So there's a balance of sometimes I use keywords, other times I don't. Uh, sometimes some videos I'm trying to just rank it for a certain keyword on YouTube so I can get consistent views from that. Uh, but that is something that still does matter in optimizing your description, your title, the raw file name when you upload your video, all those things matter and make a difference. And TubeBuddy is great for helping with uh, tracking your videos in YouTube search and the keywords and where they're ranking for it. Okay, number nine is having a, having a strategy, having a long-term strategy for your YouTube channel knowing really what you want to accomplish with it. Um, for me, YouTube has never been my full-time gig. There's some YouTubers, that's all they're doing full-time, is they're just a YouTuber, they're dedicating all their time to that, and that's their business. For me, I looked at YouTube as just one part of my business, and I have this other, many different businesses of selling courses, affiliate marketing, selling apparel, different parts of my business that I use my YouTube channel to funnel into and to build that. and. Uh, that's what I teach and that's what, you know, it's just kind of a traffic stream for me. I also have a podcast, I've got Facebook, I've got a blog, I've got Instagram, I've got many different channels and YouTube's just one element of that. And so I've never been able to really go at it full time and put as much into it as I feel that other YouTubers have been able to. Um, but for me, that's been part of my strategy, my vision, something bigger that I wanna do. I wanna help people more than I could just on YouTube. I wanna help people and put on events and have courses and training programs and share things that can really help people at a much deeper level than I can just by being a YouTuber. And that's been part of my vision and how I built a multi-million dollar business as a result of that. Now, when I first started on YouTube, there was no ad revenue. Uh, There's no ads that were on YouTube when I started over eight years ago. Uh, when they did start having ads, um, you really didn't really make much money from it at all. I think for months and months and maybe for a few years, I just made a couple hundred bucks per month from my YouTube channel. Today, it's a very different story. Today, there are so many advertisers on YouTube that, and, and YouTube's way more aggressive with their ads, where now videos, when you before you watch it, there's like two ads before you watch it. And now there's mid-roll ads, and there's just so much more that YouTube's doing, and there's way more advertisers that are advertising. So now you can actually make a lot of money on YouTube. Um, but... What YouTube, like, uh, what YouTube doesn't want is they don't want you to take people away from YouTube. In fact, they kind of punish your videos from that. So YouTube, what they want is, this is a very valuable lesson for you guys. YouTube, they want people to stay on YouTube because the more time they spend on YouTube when they watch your video, they want them to watch another video, another video, another video. The more time someone spends on YouTube, the more ads that they watch, the more money that YouTube makes. They don't want you to have a link in your description or in your comments that take people away from YouTube to your website, to your funnel, to your course, or whatever it else might be because they lose money when you do that. So your videos will do better when you don't have links and call to actions to take them away from YouTube. And, and for me, I much rather get less views on my videos as a result of that to build my business and build the back end and to build my email list and my other channels as well. So that is a valuable lesson, but you gotta know what your strategy is. Um, there's some YouTubers, they're always gonna get more views than someone like myself because they're just a YouTuber and they're just trying to make money from the ad revenue on YouTube, which you can make a lot of today. 
my channel, I think, makes about twenty nine to 30000 a month just from the ads now, which is crazy. It's really been the last year that it's really blown up. Um, so if that's your strategy, great. But And you can really dial that in. But if you want to build a business and use YouTube to build something bigger, I think you can have way more success doing it that way and make more money from it if it fits into your, your, your strategy and your model. So that was a very valuable lesson as well. Okay, the last thing I'll share with you guys, um, the last lesson that I've learned, which I think has been my key ingredient to my success, is caring. My caring is my power. To do what I do and to be consistent after this amount of time, to put in over 10,000 hours, to make sacrifices in your life, to create content and try to add value, you have to care. Because it's not the money that is really going to matter over time. Maybe at the beginning, you know, when you don't have money, money does matter more for you. But at a certain point, Money is not going to make as much of a difference in your life. And it can, to sustain doing what I do, it comes down to caring about people. To care enough to spend the time behind the scenes, to brainstorm and research and, and think about people's problems and challenges and finding ways to solve them and putting the time and the energy that it takes to create a quality video that can make an impact. The real rewards you're going to get is the impact and the contribution that you're making in someone's life. That's going to mean so much more than just the money that you might see or the subscribers or the fame or things like that. So for me, that's what sustains me is caring about people, wanting to do the best for people. I think that comes across and comes through and it's going to make this a sustainable part of your journey. So, you know, I think some people, they can, I know some YouTubers, they don't like their subscribers. They judge their subscribers. They complain about their subscribers. And I think that's, you know, and I've kind of felt that at times too, even with myself, where there's some people that can frustrate me a little bit too. Um, but I think going back to why, why do I care about this person? Who's following me? Why do I care about them? What can I do for them? How can I serve them in their life? How can I make their life better? How can I leave them better off for what I'm putting out there and be proud of what I'm doing and what I'm putting out so that then in my life, I can leave a legacy and be, you know, and be able to say and look myself in the mirror that, you know what, the world is better because I was here. I think that's the ultimate, the ultimate that, um, you know, the ultimate meaning that you can get from being a YouTuber and that I try to remind myself of. You know, for me, it's not just about the money because there's many other things, to be honest with you, that I could do to make money. A lot of things that are way more lucrative than what I do here that don't require as much to put in than what I do to be a YouTuber and is more passive that I could do than this. So this does consume a lot of my time. Um, you know, and it can be rewarding and lucrative, but there's many other things I can do. You have to do it more than just the money that you can get from it and to sincerely care about people and, and, and try to make their life better. And I really believe that through this process of being a YouTuber, when I really look at my life, it's enriched my life in so many ways. It's, it's created a deep sense of meaning and fulfillment in my life and uh, made my, my, my life worthwhile. And it's also added meaning to all my problems and challenges in my life as well because I realized all those problems and challenges were actually a gift. That they're a gift from my creator and that my creator is using me, I think, for a greater good. And he gave me these problems and challenges because I could overcome them through him. And when I overcome them, then I have something of value that I can share with people. And I'm grateful for all my challenges and difficulties because I can help other people in the process of going through them. So... It's made me a better person. It's helped enrich my life in so many ways and I've been able to make a great impact from it. And I think that's really when I look at the ultimate lessons of what I've gotten from doing what I do, the ultimate meaning behind it, that's it. That's it, guys. And that's why I continue to do this. 
and uh, hopefully we'll continue to do this for a very long time. So those are my lessons, and there's many more, but hopefully some of these resonated with you and can help you with your channel and what you're trying to accomplish in your life. Again, I want to thank you for your time, for being a subscriber. Uh, if you haven't yet subscribed, please hit subscribe. I want to get to 10 million. I think that would be incredible, and eventually I will get there, but I want to reach more people, make a greater impact, and uh, grow this mission that I have here at Project Life Mastery, and I can't do it without you. So thank you so much for your time. I appreciate your time today. God bless you. Talk to you again soon in the next video. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.